I'm very visual, so I often think of loneliness as a pool. There are many ways to enter this pool, but once we're in, we're in. How did you enter the loneliness pool? What kind of loneliness do you have? Yuma, and welcome to Connection Espresso. I'm Phil McAuliffe, I'm the loneliness guy, and this is Espresso number six. This is a mini podcast designed to give your mind, your heart, and your soul a quick connection boost as you, a beautiful gay man who's experiencing loneliness, go about your day. Let's get into it. But before we get started, as always, I want to do two things. First, I want to acknowledge and pay my respects to the elders of the Ngunnawal people, those elders past, present and emerging, and acknowledge them as the traditional owners of the land upon which this episode was recorded and uploaded. I also want to extend that acknowledgement to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening and watching. Secondly, I want to acknowledge you. You, you awesome listener and of the podcast and fantastic viewer of the, uh, on YouTube. I want to recognize the courage that it's taken you to simply press play because very few gay men look for content on loneliness online unless they recognize that they themselves feel lonely. Pressing play is a big step and I want to say that I see it and I love and admire your courage. It looks great on you. My friend, how did you find yourself experiencing loneliness? Was it the loss, was it due to the loss of someone important to you, such as a spouse, a family member, or a close friend? Or did it it dawn upon you that you have felt lonely? That despite being surrounded by friends or maybe in a relationship, that you felt unseen, you felt unheard, and you felt perhaps that you didn't belong? In other words, let's reframe the question, how did you end up in the loneliness pool? Did circumstances push you in, such as through grief or bereavement? Or did you, through a series of countless decisions over time, wade into the pool yourself and find yourself all of a sudden in over your head? It's almost really of no consequence how you got into the loneliness pool. Once you're in it, you're in it. But Every human finds themselves experiencing loneliness, being in the loneliness pool at some point in their life. Every human. It is part of it being loneliness is part of the human experience. However, we're not meant to stay in the pool for long. It's meant to be a temporary dip. So it's worth reflecting on the circumstances in which you find yourself in the pool, having a swim in the loneliness pool. Were they sudden? Or did you enter the pool over a longer period of time? The response to how we get back to a state of feeling connected is slightly different based on the circumstances in which you find yourself in the loneliness pool. The shock that comes from grief and bereavement is real. The sudden loneliness is shocking. That shock might lessen over the time, over time, but grief remains. 
Sometimes when we're dealing with grief or bereavement, when we're living with it, not dealing with it, when we're living with it, getting through the day as grief washes over you is enough. By contrast, moving out of a state of chronic loneliness, that which we can find ourselves after making many decisions over time and then realizing that we're in over our heads in the loneliness pool, the response there is different. That kind of loneliness is the kind of where we feel that we deserve to stay in over our heads in the loneliness pool. We know that it's not a great place to be, but it's our place to be. And the effort of getting out of the pool feels just too much. Just too much. We're tired. We're tired. It takes too much effort to get out of the pool. And we don't feel that we're worthy of being in any other place. I understand this. I really do. I was, and still am sometimes, in the camp of chronic loneliness and feeling like I'm in over my head. And But it's, it's the comfort of that misery. I know the effort then that it takes to get out of the pool. I've done it, and I'm here to help you too. I'm right here for you when you're ready to learn how to get out of your loneliness pool. I'm right here to help and support you. That's it for this espresso. Be sure to check out all my work and services destigmatizing loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally, for beautiful gay men exactly like you, through my website, thelonelinessguide.com. Remember that we're not meant to endure loneliness alone, nor are we meant to endure it for long. You are worthy of receiving the same love and support that you so freely provide to other people around you. Please like, comment, and share this episode so it reaches more gay men experiencing loneliness and lets them know, just as you now know, that they're not alone as a gay man experiencing loneliness. If this episode inspired you, made you think, or otherwise supported you, please tap the link in the show notes to buy me a coffee. Your financial contribution will go directly to Growing the Loneliness Guide to help me reach more gay men. Thank you in advance for your generosity and support, and let's reach more gay men wherever they are in the world experiencing loneliness together. Thank you for joining me for this espresso shot. Until next time, take care of yourself, Yara, and enjoy your day. All sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at Prefab Eatery on Jesse Street, Wellington. All views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support, challenge and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and increase awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.